you may feel like life sucks as if there is no clarity no purpose no goal no drive am i speaking to you when i'm saying this as if your life is just swaying with the wind and it's day in day out the same routines every day you're getting tired of the dryness in life well if this sounds like you let me go ahead and speak to you in this episode because this is going to be a juicy one but before we get started my name is shantae and i am the organized purpose coach My job here is to help you get organized with systems and routines so that way you can make a powerful impact with the purposeful work that you are called to do. Hey guys, welcome to episode number 25 of the Organized Purpose Coach Show. I am like, what, 25 episodes? (laughs) This is great because um, I have been getting really good feedback about these episodes and it's been really helping people, helping the women that's called to listen to this podcast. And I can honestly say that like, I'm so excited about it because even then like there's some things that I'm hesitant of sharing with this audience. However, I just find like the boldness to share it. I noticed in the, uh, I'm going on a little ramble before we get started, but I noticed in the past uh, couple of weeks, there has been like a spiritual war on my mouth and i feel like the devil is trying to muzzle my mouth and it's it's coming off as a form of um uh people coming to me as a form of kindness in a way but it's like i thank god for the discerning of spirits because i can really see like what is going on spiritually versus looking at looking at it through my carnal eyes so i'm just so uh grateful that we have Holy Spirit to reveal things to us and give us different ways where we could pray. So that way we can fight that good fight and win the victory. As you know, we already have the victory, but you know, we could win our little battles in between too. So yeah, God is good, y'all. God is so good. But I just wanted to really lay this episode down because it it has been um, troubling my heart for the past couple of weeks in a way. I noticed that we as people (laughs) or Christians, or if you're not Christian, I really hope that you give your life to the Lord. But if you're listening anyways, you're going to get this word. But uh, (laughs) as Christians, I feel like we strive for this awesome life and we get hit upside the head by the spiritual warfare. And I noticed that if our hearts are not postured in a certain way, then we will feel like we're getting beat up day in and day out. And that may look like in your relationships or your finances or um, how your kids are acting or how uh, the house or if your house can't stay clean or whatever, right? And these things tend to uh, eat at our emotions and put us in a a spirit of depression or a spirit of anxiety. But I want to tell you a good news of the fact that you can experience joy even in the battle and that This depression and anxiety, you do not have to be a subject to it. You don't have to sit in it and you don't have to dwell in it. That we can dwell in our good father who is up in heaven, who is ready to give us uh, all our hearts desire. But if we just seek his kingdom first, then he will give it to us. So I want to share with you some keys on how to lay a foundation uh, to live a really awesome life. And I want you to imagine like you literally having keys in your hand that's going to open this door to living a really awesome life. I've been doing some thinking and I was wondering like, how is it that like life can feel so good even in the midst of adversity, right? And I realized that one of the number one keys 
that you want to establish is to develop discipline in everything good. And what I mean by that is more specifically discipline in the mind, the body, and the soul. Now, I want you to understand that your solical wealth is well, spiritual wealth is number one. You have to form a relationship with God. You have to understand who God is in order to receive his strength. One of the scriptures that I have been really meditating on in this season is the Lord of the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I forgot which, um, which scripture it is, but you guys can look it up in the Bible, but yeah, the joy of the Lord is my strength because it's true. Like no matter what hits me or no matter what storm may weather or hit my house, I know that the joy of the Lord is my strength. I know that I can rest on his promises and that he will do what, as he says, that anything, when the, when God word goes forth, it does not return to him void. I know that he is not a God that he cannot or should not lie. And that if he lies, then we cease to exist. So I love the fact that I know that the joy of the Lord is my strength, even when everything around me is crumbling. I can rest on that and I can live a really awesome life when things don't even look awesome from the outside or from the carnal eyes, right? Because we, when you develop this faith that the joy of the Lord is your strength, then nothing can shake you. Nothing can uh, fold you. So let's get back into it. I kind of went off on a tangent, but Aside from our spiritual wealth, let's focus on our solical wealth. And that means you're going to want to like really start to reinvent the way you think about things. You want to really start to uh, rewire the way you feel about things. And the best way to do so is to apply the scripture into your life. And I want you to start studying and meditating on the word of God. Because this right here is what is going to keep you. It's what's going to be your sword when the fight gets hard. It's like the word of God is a double-edged sword and you have to apply it to your life. You have to be able to have ammunition for whenever the enemy attacks your mind, whenever the disbelief comes creeping in. You have to have this ammunition or else you will be defeated and you will be subjected to this anxiety and this depression. We understand that God, his, his whole will for us is he wants us to enjoy heaven on earth. He wants us to really uh, have a state of mind, a state of being where we are not subjected to these uh, illnesses. We are not allowing our, our minds to run rampant, but we will capture every uh, thought as if it's, um, we'll capture every thought and submit it to Christ and let God know like, this is not my fight. This is your fight to handle God, but I'm going to go ahead and take your joy. I'm going to go ahead and take your peace. I'm going to go ahead and, and have you really reside in me and show me my heart posture. So that way I could keep it submitted to you. That way I could continue to uh, to fight this good fight and understand that I'm not fighting it alone. And I'm telling you, y'all, this is really, uh, really enriching me. It's really encouraging me, especially in this season, because this has been one of the hardest seasons of my life. But I know that it, it's so, it's so crazy because I look back and I'm like, before I was even saved or before I even knew God, I was all over the place, right? Anything that hits my house, my house was built on sinking sand. Anything that hits my house, it will, it will always crumble. But now my house is built on a foundation of bedrock. And God is so good that he shows He shows us the, the past us where, where we didn't rely on him. We didn't see him. We didn't know him. And then he gives us the, the picture of the now us and the now faith that we have. And that we can activate this through the word of, uh, of God. That we can go ahead and continue to fight this good fight. 
and nothing can shake us, right? And now we could live a really awesome life because our heart posture is correct and our heart posture is is submitted to God. And we look at life as as a um the word I'm looking for is grateful. We look at life as a great at a grateful stance that we do not have to uh, sit there and say, well, woe is me. I don't have this. I don't have that. But at least we have our hands that we could create. And at least we have our feet that we could continue to walk. And if you don't have your feet, that's okay, because there's another way to get around. You know, at least we have our eyeballs that we could see. Like we have all the tools that we need to continue to live an awesome life. If you if you just put yourself in a place of gratefulness and a place of uh, understanding that God is so good, no matter what hits your house, he will still be good to you. And he was, he is good then then you live an awesome life, right? Now I want you to focus on your body. And in order to, like, I think I think about it as if it's like a harmony, right? I look at God, I look at God, the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And it's so crazy how God is just this amazing, like, mind. I look at God as the mind, then Jesus is the body, and the Holy Spirit is the... Uh, soul and how God lives in this perfect harmony where it's a harmony of love, right? And in order for us to really establish that here, we have to be healthy in the mind, the body, and the soul. And now we're going to talk about the body. If you haven't already started to try to live a healthier lifestyle, get started today. You don't have to wait till Monday. You don't have to wait till Tuesday. You don't have to wait till next month, but get started today. Start making little healthy decisions or start incorporating things where, yeah, you might not call it healthy, but you're gonna call it a lifestyle that you're gonna start taking care of the temple that the Lord has given you. So that way you can carry out the purpose that he has called you to do. How can you carry out the purpose that he has called you to do or live an awesome life if you're feeling horrible or you're feeling sick all the time, or if you can't get out of bed because you're not feeling, um, you don't have any energy. How? It's impossible. (laughs) Well, it's not impossible, but it's harder to try to work this work, this assignment that he has called you to do, right? I think of even like Adam and Eve in the garden and how God allowed them to have such good food in order to carry out his assignment. And that is to live in like perfect harmony with him, right? And now look at us, like we we allow this food, this uh, lack of exercise, this lack of nutrition to really uh, destroy, destroy our mindset and the way we live life. I can tell you one thing, um, whenever I cut out sugar, (laughs) this is convicting me, y'all. This is really convicting me, but I'm gonna share anyways. But whenever I cut out sugar, I have such a clarity of mind. And whenever I'm on that sugar high, my mind is all over the place. Now it's like it breeds a land of, of just mental woes. It, it really takes me captive. And then I have to realize I got to submit myself back to the Lord. I think the best way to restart this health journey is to go on on a fast and start asking God, what, what is it? Can you lead me in the right direction? Can you show me the things to eat? Can you, can you approve or, or um, confirm what I should be doing as a workout or whatnot? Really incorporate God into this healthy lifestyle and you'll realize that you'll be able to stick to it. You'll be, you might fall back a little bit because you might crave a donut. You might crave a cookie and that's okay. That's okay. But don't let it snatch you for good. Don't go back into a whole 
six months of binging on on TV and donuts when you can get up and start choosing a salad or a protein shake or whatever may have you. Get with people this is a major key. Get with people who are already living this lifestyle. Because when you, it says that your your network is your net worth or your net, network is your net worth, right? And I don't think that only has to do with money. I think that also has to do with your solical wealth, your uh, mental wealth, your everything in between, right? Get around people who are doing it. Get in communities that are going to be good for you, beneficial for you. Whoever your friends are now and they and if they're living really sloppy lifestyles, you better best believe you need to start evaluating and considering cutting them off or distancing yourself. And you don't necessarily have to cut them off, don't get me wrong. But <laughs> but explain to them you're on a different path. And either they'll respect it or they won't. And it will expose them to them or them to you. Now I want you to understand your mind. Take your time to recharge your mind. Do some some things where you're incorporating self-care, where you're sitting down and you're reading a book and you're uh, resting, you're resting in the Lord, you're taking longer showers, you're getting that mind together so that way whatever you're set to do, you're able to do. You're able to receive and you're able to go forth and do. So think about in your mind, I want you to continue to run your thoughts through the filter of Christ. In 2 Corinthians 10, 5, it says, cast down every imagination on every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. I'm going to leave you with that. Go ahead and think it over. I kind of went on a rant, (laughs) y'all. I love going on rants, but um, go ahead and think about that. Really consider this these tips so that way you can start laying the foundation for living an awesome life. It is possible to live an awesome life, and I think the only way you can live an awesome life is with the Lord. And if you haven't given your life to Christ yet, go ahead, give your life to Christ. Seek him genuinely. Tell him that you are a sinner and you need him in your life that you are ready to live live the life that he wants you to live, that you repent for any any uh, thing that offends him, and you repent for your sins, and you go and you follow God. That's what I'm going to leave you with today, and I hope you have an amazing, amazing week. Bye-bye.